This is The Mitch Gray Show, where we are bringing the art of humanity back to leadership. Subscribe to The Mitch Gray Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mitch Gray Media, where you'll find each of our episodes and other resources that will equip, inspire, and empower you to lead well. And now, The Mitch Gray Show. Hey friends, welcome to The Mitch Gray Show. I'm flying solo today. I do have a guest, but uh, Miguel Antonio is um, enjoying his family today, and so you're you're stuck with me again, like in the old days, the old days, like two episodes ago. That's the old days, right? So I uh, have a great guest today, a second time guest. So he's a repeat. I've been on his show 259 times. Not really, and but counting. it feels yeah. like it. And counting, um, Dr. Keith McNally, welcome to the Mitch Gray Show again, my brother. How are you? I'm doing great, Mitch. Thank you so much for bringing me back. I, I really do appreciate this. Lots of lots of things have been going on since the last time we talked. Yeah, you've got some new stuff that's come come out and new stuff that you're doing. And so we're going to talk about that today for a few minutes. But first, uh, we have introduced some new segments since you were on the show last. And normally my co-host, Miguel Antonio, jumps in this with me. So I'm going to give the artist of the month. Last episode, we did book of the month. I'm sure you're probably like, man, you should have done book of the month because you could have maybe answered that better. I didn't I didn't prep you for artist of the month. So I'm going to give that. And then we're going to talk about the best thing we've seen uh, this week. And then you and I will have a conversation and then we'll have a couple of takeaways for the listeners. So my artist of the month is not a new artist. Some of the listeners may know who it is. I recently discovered them. Um, a few weeks ago, there was a, a, a Grammy tribute to the Beach Boys, and it was uh, a bunch of different artists singing Beach Boys songs, you know, just honoring their work and influence in the music world. And I discovered a group called My Morning Jacket, and I'd never heard of them before. They're an alternative rock group. They're so good. They've been around for like 15, 20 years, though, and I'm like, I've never heard of these guys. Um, so my morning jacket is my artist of the month. Go check them out if you like alternative rock music. Just give you something different. They're pretty creative, kind of a jam band sound, which is uh, the kind of music I really love. So let's talk about best thing we've seen this week. Keith, I'll start with you. What is the best thing you've seen over the last seven to 10 days in your life? Well, I'll tell you what. So I have I run a couple of shows, a couple of different podcasts. And it's really the people that I talk to. They they always give me something to think about. They definitely have stories to share. And and like even yesterday uh, was I well I, I'm not I don't want to give any teasers out, but it was the first of its kind that I've ever had on my podcast. And so I was really excited to one have that conversation, and then two to really kind of dive deep because it was it was one of those. Oh my gosh, it was a heart tearing episode and you don't really have those too often, but it was, I kind of want to, I kind of want to tease some things. He had a life changing event happen to him when he was young and that changed the whole family dynamic. And then later, later in years, like we're talking like 30 years later, the family is coming back together and healing and he tells that story so so wonderfully i can't wait to put that on the air awesome when when will that episode come out soon well 
Uh, I usually they usually come out four weeks after I, I record them. So, so if I recorded something yeah, yeah, yesterday, yeah. we're looking at the end of uh, end of May, beginning of June. Awesome. And we'll let we'll let people know what your shows are here in a minute. But yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, I would say the best thing I've seen this week is I had a conversation with a friend that I've not talked to in. It's been a couple of years. Um, we, we've talked electronically via text and email and messaging, but uh, we haven't talked in person in, in quite a while. And um, he's had some health issues since then. And so, uh, you know, it's it's interesting when you we're all constantly evolving and changing. Um, it's always interesting to me when you haven't seen someone in a few years and you see them again. And they've had health issues that you can tell have even affected them physically. So they look different. different. You know, they talk different. Oftentimes it's gratitude. Um, this friend in particular had a massive heart attack a few years ago. Uh, one, one that's called the Widowmaker because it normally kills you. It did not him, uh, fortunately. And so it's just, you know, he's still the same person in a way, but also very different. And so it was special to connect with him. He uh, actually used to play in my band uh, temporarily. He was kind of a fill-in drummer for me during a season that we didn't have a drummer back in uh, 2016, 17, 18. And in 2017, he actually uh, <clears throat> recorded a few of the songs on our Diamonds and Whiskey album. And so he still talks about that. Like, that's one of his claims to fame is that he got to be on one of our albums. He's such a great musician. He's a great guy. We're working on a few projects together. So anyway, it was... That was good for me because, you know, you and I were talking about this before the show and uh, sometimes we can get in the doldrum life to where it's, it's hard and it's challenging and sometimes depressing. And, and that's one reason Miguel and I came up with this segment of the best thing we've seen, because in a world that we can often identify as crumbling, there's far more good happening than not. And it's just, we often don't lift our eyes to that good. And so Thank you for sharing the best thing you've seen. That's really cool. So friends, to give you a little bit of a bio about Dr. Keith, um, he is the creator and host of the Question Guy podcast. And tell me your other your other show as well that you just started recently. So we do have the Question Guy podcast that started about a little over a year ago. And then mm -hmm. uh, I birthed uh, Coach's Corner because the Question Guy podcast was intended to talk about person, people's personal transformation stories. And it was birthed right. out of COVID and the in quarantine. But now that people are kind of, well, we're over that, they go on to go back and talk about their business. And they do. People do want to talk yeah. about what they do professionally. So I opened up Coach's Corner. And so I do get to spend, you know, one episode, one conversation a week. And we, and we dive deep into how that person is doing something great professionally. And then recently, I've done a, a new series. It's a LinkedIn Live every Tuesday at four o'clock Eastern, it's called coach to coach. And so I've got a colleague up in New York and we're both coaches. And so we've come together and we talk about leadership, the coaching experience, personal and professional transformation uh, that does get recorded, but it's specifically a live show every Tuesday. <laughs> so that's a lot going Love on. It. So the question, the question guy, uh, coaches corner and the live show on LinkedIn. So if, if uh, folks aren't following you on LinkedIn, we'll put that in the show notes. They can link over. And then uh, make sure you subscribe to Keith's podcast, the Coach's Corner and the Question Guy podcast. Again, you'll see me on there 
339 times because that's just how so that many was uh, up episodes from 200 I've done. My times. Correct. In the last 10 minutes. Yes. That's, that's how effective we are at our, uh, at our interviews and conversation. Um, Keith, you are also, as you alluded to, a coach uh, to entrepreneurs and leaders. You're a speaker and you are actually uh, focused on building your coaching business and your speaking business. Uh, you're also an author. Um, for those watching on YouTube, you can see Keith's book, Walking the Path. I have my personally autographed edition, um, which is really cool. So thank you for that. So let's dive in. I know you're on a mission, Keith, and we've got about uh, 10 minutes here that we're going to dive into your mission. First of all, the, the, the question I want to begin with is what, you know, I, over the years, I've heard so many people say, Mitch, I've always wanted to write a book. Like I've heard this for 30 years now. It's crazy. And it's like, well, why didn't you write a book? And most people respond with, I don't think anyone cares what I have to say. Or, uh, you know, I wrote a book, I just didn't do anything with it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you had the idea to write a book and did something about it. So what, what inspired you to share uh, with the world your perception of leadership? This book is very interesting. Uh, one of the more creative books with a focus on leadership that I've ever read. It reminds me of, of uh, Andy, uh, what was his last name? Stan, uh, Andy something. I can't remember his last name, but he, he took a very uh, story form about leadership uh, and you've kind of done the same. So what led you to write the book and then to even kind of take uh, the story form of leadership rather than what I call kind of the formulaic form of writing a book about leadership? So that's, there could be a lot of different answers because there's a lot of different things associated with with the book here. This was a leadership journey from a non-typical perspective. And so we get both context and we get what I've now learned as impactful narrative. It's actually a type of hmm. fictional writing where we take the idea of leadership or whatever, and we turn it into a narrative structure. We, 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 it's not about you know, our memoir, it's not about people that we know, but we take the concepts of those things around us and we put them in a story and that's exactly what it did. So this is very um, you know, typical, it's about escaping the mundane, escaping your present reality and trying to find if there is another reality. So I take a group of characters and I like to say that they could all be a part of me um, and they could be a part of any reader. So we take John, John's the primary protagonist and he's expected to do something once he turns 18, he's expected to take over, you know, daddy's farm. And so this, this whole, uh, this whole place takes place in a, a, a village surrounded by mountains. So it's very closed. And we get that idea that people here like it that way. John is frustrated with that. And he's got a couple of close friends. So Liz is the adventurer. Um, she's kind of the backbone to what John needs to have in order to make changes in his life. He has a mentor um, that was to kind of modeled after, you know, you a bit because you've been proactive in mentoring me for the past couple of years. And I greatly appreciate that. And then we have Penny, who's kind of the misfit and she's isolated and ostracized by the community because she has a physical deformity, which makes her different. And because she's mm -hmm. different, um, she's put aside. And so 
these three young people, and there's actually a fourth, but she's kind of a minor, a minor character, uh, decide to, they've had enough. They've had enough of their life because it wasn't going anywhere. And they decide to climb the mountain, you know, metaphorically and literally in the book to find a life that's right. more applicable and appropriate for them. And so I see that as a leader's journey because this is both personal transformation and in a sense, professional transformation. They have to help each other build a team, build a community in order to survive the perils of climbing up and over the mountain. And so yeah. it's all of that, but I talk about you know becoming authentic helping yourself understand your emotions and building a team and all of those things that are really applicable to an impactful leader. And what I call in the book, yeah. a socially conscious leader, because we talk about intentionality, collaboration, values. We talk about those things that sustain you throughout your leadership right. journey. And so, and What's powerful about this book is the, the feedback I'm getting is that it's not just a book they're going to read. There's actually questions at the end of each chapter mm -hmm. that make mm -hmm. you go back and right. really think right. about what's being said in the chapter. And then there's a page I specifically leave blank. It's called Taking Note, where you can take notes. I mean, literally, it's it's because yeah. I, I part of the habits that I talk about, one of the habits is is journaling, is writing as part of reflecting. And so I specifically keep a page open for that very reason. That's a lot. Yeah. What, what, no, that's, that's amazing. It gives, hopefully it gives the listeners a real clear vision of uh, your motivation and, and the book, you know, before they uh, go to, go to Amazon and purchase it as soon as they listen to this show is what they're going to do. Um, what, what are the top two takeaways that you would hope a reader uh, leaves with when they read uh, Walking the Path? So the first one would be to identify with one of the characters, at least one of the characters. Mm. Um, every one of the characters, of course, like I said, John is the main protagonist, so he's throughout. But all of the other characters, whether it's the mentor Jose or Liz or Penny or Joy, or even, you know, John's father who places so much expectation on his son and no longer sees him as, you know, as a son, but simply his heir to the farm. So identify with one of the characters and then begin to see what would you do in that circumstance, in whatever circumstance the character is in, would be the first, because it's about, it's about transformation. And so you have to transform personally before you could transform professionally. And then the second takeaway would be, what is your path? Mm. Identify what your path, because I don't actually end the story. Um, if you, and so I don't wanna tease it out, but it doesn't actually end. They reach the top of the mountain, but they don't go, oh, the, in this book, they don't cross over. So they don't know what's on the other side of the mountain, what's going down the mountain, what's, what's available to them. And it actually a crisis happens at the very last chapter. There's a crisis that they have to overcome. But it's about the reader finishing the story. You know, how do you mm -hmm. want 
this story to end? Where do the characters end up? So use your imagination, use your intellect and your aptitude. If you were in the story, how would you progress through it? Now I do have, this is a first of four parts. So I was going to say you did, you did display that within this book, dot, dot, dot. Yes. I do I have, it. I do have, you know, yeah. this is a series of not just leadership, but understanding your team, understanding how to resolve conflict and also how to make an impact because at the very end of all this, it's about making an impact somewhere in your world. And so I need to sell this one first so I can get the other three out. Right, right. right. So as you're developing characters, what, what was your favorite? You have to pick one. Which was your favorite character to develop? That's not fair. Um, because like I said, they're all- That's the rule. That's the rule. That's <laughs> the rule. All, you have to pick one. They're, they're all part of me. So, you know, yeah. John is the one who doesn't, fit in to his world. Penny does Penny doesn't fit in because she has been ostracized because the, of her the, the physical deformity. You know, yeah. we have that. Yeah. But John has to John has to figure things out. And so I, I directly relate to John through the leadership journey. We have to start he has to figure things out. He has to become real with himself. He has to learn to trust others. He has to build those relationships authentically uh, with integrity. And so if, you know, if there's a favorite character, it has to be the main character, but damn you, because all the characters are, are valuable <laughs> because there's the mentor no. and then there's the yeah. backbone and then there's somebody who just wants to be liked for who she is. And then there's Julie right. who really becomes the, the tie that puts it all together because she knows that they're in trouble. That there's a crisis yeah. and she wants to go save them. What was what was your most challenging part of the journey to create when when you're writing the book and you're shaping this out? What what kind of brought you? You know, your characters get to a certain point in time. Was there a point in time that you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be really critical to think through and kind of push your own thought process and creativity? I want to have a really good answer for that. I don't because this was actually birthed from my own creativity. It was, it was, it was something that's been, I, I enjoy the writing process and I enjoy, I very much enjoyed the characters that were created uh, because again, I think they're an extension of who I am subconsciously uh, and, and my own world. And so with that, I think the story had to be told. I think I had to write it. There wasn't no, uh, well, maybe I should do it someday. Uh, no, I, I think the tale had to be told. And I think it needs to be told over and over again. Uh, because I think if we're never and we're never an island, um, no one of us right. is an island. Right. If I live with my circumstances, maybe my circumstances are mine. But the processes and thoughts and emotions and all those struggles that I go through, somebody and there are people out there, there's a community out there that can relate. And it's that community yes. that needs to read this book. That is a great segue into um, your mission. You have a specific mission with Walking the Path. Tell us about that. One million sales. One million people need to read this book. Right. So I do want to get it into yeah. the hands of one million people. Uh, so one million people listening to this 
please buy the book because this is your life-changing book for 2023. Um, it, it is in so many ways. It's the part of the entrepreneurial spirit, but it's part of the transformation that you're looking for personally. You know, you want to go beyond the oppression that life has put upon you. It pushes you down. And this is going to be that catalyst for there has got to be something different. There's got to be something new. I need to go find it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, Keith, tell those 1 million people where they can find Walking the Path by Dr. Keith McNally. Well, if there's a description in this video, it's going to be the Amazon link is there. Uh, of course, you know, you can find me on. Some people are driving while listening. So, yeah, some people are <laughs> driving down the road right now as they're listening so yeah go to amazon go to amazon just, just google keith, for walking the path keith mcnally dr keith yep, mcnally please because it. there's other keith mcnally's out there you're not the only one what is but going I'm on i'm the only doctor somebody i'm the only doctor <laughs> i love that um keith thank you so much for coming on the show and, and thank you for your continued uh work and shining bright uh your light and your authenticity and I've personally been able to see behind the veil for the last few years and your uh, journey and progress and growth. And uh, it has it uh, been an incredible journey. So thank you for showing up every day and for coming back on the show to, to share with the old listeners that knew alike what you're doing in the world. My takeaway for today is that we walk our own path. And I know that's a conversation you and I have had a million times, but it's also uh, I, I agree. It's a conversation that we must keep having. We are all our own person. There are as many paths to success as there are people. And so in a day and time that people are selling the recipe to success, the recipe is already in you. It is just a matter of unearthing it, listening to your echo and your authenticity and trusting that the universe will come through. So I, I, I love that. So Keith, thank you so much for coming on the Mitch Grace Show. Uh, we're going to have you back on when the next book comes out. If not before, uh, friends, make sure you go order Walking the Path by Dr. Keith McNally. Make sure you subscribe to the Question Guy podcast, Coach's Corner. We'll have those in the show notes. And follow Keith on LinkedIn, Dr. Keith J. McNally, I believe, on LinkedIn. It's actually Keith J. McNally. His... It's Keith J. without the doctor, because if you didn't know I was a doctor, gotcha. you wouldn't find me. You wouldn't know. Keith J. McNally on LinkedIn. I love it. We'll have those in the show notes as well. So. Cool. Uh, friends, thank you for listening to the Mitch Gray Show. Please subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mitch Gray Media. And I hope you have a great week. Miguel will be back with me next time and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.